What's going on, everybody? It's OG Thing. No, I'm rocking with Made Famous TV, man. Made Famous TV. Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Shamika. You are now tuned in to Made Famous TV. And right now, I'm sitting down with Mr. OG Thad. What's good with you, man? Nothing much. What's going on, sis? Nothing much, man. We were talking a little bit before. Then you were about to give me some give me some jewels. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. We got to say that for the interview. So before we get into what she was about to the information is about to give me. I'm looking at you, man. I see you got the mouth full of goals right now. Where you from? <laughs> Off Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. I, I heard in um one of your records you were talking about Dallas. Are you, do you live in Dallas or? <clears throat> yeah, I live out here in the Fort Worth area. Oh, okay. Okay. You got the goals or whatever. I thought you was from Florida for a minute because I'm from Florida. And you know, go. Well, I'm acting like gold teeth is only a Florida thing. I guess it's a Southern thing, yeah. huh? Yeah, I mean, I got ties in Florida. Uh, my mom, she actually grew up in Carroll City. My daddy from Gould, Florida, like an hour and 25 minutes away from Miami. Oh, so okay. I went through Miramar, Miami Gardens, and in that area. Okay, okay. So what took you to uh, what what took you to Texas? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, it's closer to Mississippi. Okay. I mean, it's a metropolitan area. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Texas got a real big scene right now, so you know I'm just trying, trying something different. I didn't want to go to Atlanta. I mean, I visited there, didn't like it. <laughs> what you got against the A? Now that's where I'm at right now. So what's what's up? <laughs> spill spill the tea, as they say. Well, I had an album release party down there October mm -hmm. the 15th, 2020, uh -huh. the last, and you know everything was going good and everything like that. You know, I set up a little places to perform and some showcasing and stuff just to, you know, network, get my name out there <clears throat> since mm -hmm. I'm just being in the city. But I went to Compound uh -huh. and, and I paid valet for parking. <laughs> they still parked me on the side of the street and my car still got broken into. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and I mean, I had still had my clothes and stuff still off in there. Mm -hmm. So I was it for like brand new stuff I had just bought out of Linux, like brand new mm. Dos and Gabbana sneakers, brand new pair of Alexander McQueen's, brand new pair of Christian Louis Batons. Then my homie, he got hit for his pistol. I still had money in there because I don't really like to carry all that cash from going out into bars right. and stuff when I was drinking because, you know, things could happen right there. Uh-huh. So you never know what'll be going on. Mm -hmm. So it was, I ain't gonna do that, but shit, I ain't gonna get my money took anyway. I should have spent it inside a compound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could have if you knew that was gonna happen. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, man, you gotta be careful when you come to Atlanta, especially when like you in that downtown area. Yeah. Cause uh Man, yeah, they 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 be on the prowl, man. You must have had this stuff out. They must have seen what you had. Like I wasn't the only person got hit though. They hit the whole the little where we was parked there, they hit everybody's shit. So I wasn't the only one. Only good thing about it, they didn't break my window on my shit. So I can't be mad about that part. Cause it was raining mm -hmm. that night, raining the next day. The next day was a Sunday. Okay. So it probably been hard to try to get somebody to come out there and put a window in there. And <laughs> so I'm glad yeah. they, uh, 
I guess my my buddy, he was drunk, you know, at the time, left my back door unlocked. But everyone else, they wonderful busted out. They didn't break my window out. So, you know, oh, you said how. your window didn't get broke. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess that's the. My my buddy, I think, I don't know if he had my door cracked or what, uh-huh. but break my window. So, I guess they did did me a solid on that one. They ain't yeah. break my Oh, man. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, it might be a something like that happened to you. It will leave a bad taste in your mouth. I don't care where you go. Oh, um, it got, <clears throat> I got hit for like $5,000 the next night at the strip club in my section. Yeah. I, had, I had it in my bag and some dude, I don't know who was in the back. He to my, uh, asked me that he put his phone up there and it fell. Uh-huh act but i didn't see it but you know i went i was drinking i mean i'm currently sober right now so i was drinking like six months ago but okay oh that's I, what, that's the deal you know, i was really wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. to what was going on and boom five thousand dollars gone <laughs> man yeah yeah you might <laughs> that was enough for me he was like oh no we're gonna have to take this take this music somewhere else man yeah well, you in Texas now, grinding it out. Um, so let let's go back to the beginning. Now I'm looking at your. I like to pay attention to detail. Or at least I like to think I'm paying attention to detail. I'm looking at the pictures you got on the on the wall in the back. You know, it looks like there might be some heavy hip hop influence there. Um, how did you get into doing music? Well, my older brother. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, like my brother, my dad has a lot of outside children like i'm like one of the youngest but my my dad has older kids okay my brother he's way older but he can sing and he can rap so you know it was just i liked it when he was doing it and then i started pursuing it since i was like nine my mom bought me a karaoke machine and i was recording myself on tapes me and just my friends you know and then it just stuck with me doing it like that for years now so and uh it's been it's been up from there so when did you start doing it like professionally <clears throat> when did you realize like hey <laughs> i don't want to do this thing professionally and take it to the next level when i was about 13 i mean i had some older projects that just never you know before the screaming area really came uh-huh. it was easy you know i was printing up cds and stuff like that and i was shopping them around okay in waynesboro mississippi so I was trying to get a buzz then, and I kind of stopped for a while, then I picked it back up again when I was mm-hmm. around. I put out another tape, and I had a, a nice little single that was going around with a guy who had, you know, a decent name where I'm from, and he was known for music. Me and him had a nice little single going. Mm-hmm. Then, I don't know, I just stopped. Then after I, I went to prison and all that, and I got out in 2018. I was writing the whole time I was in prison. Okay. I actually was doing music in prison. I went to a federal facility up north, so we had a studio and I was. Okay. So I was doing music there, and I said, I'm going to get this another try. When I got out, I just hit the ground running, dropping every chance I could get. Started off just freestyles on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I bought my own studio equipment like I got in well. What the room I'm in now is actually my studio, my at-home studio. So okay, okay. I started recording and learning how to do everything and 
boom, it's just been, it's been going since 2018 right now. Well, we glad to have you home, man, and out here doing what, what you love to do, man. So um, I wish you nothing but success there, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank, make thank. this music stuff happen. Um, so how has you were doing music in Mississippi and yeah. you're doing it in Texas? Like what has been the difference? Have you found that going to Texas has paid off for you? Yes, I mean, more notoriety. Okay. Mississippi, I love where I'm from. Don't get me wrong, but we so lost. <laughs> we crabs in the bucket. We don't want to see nobody do better than the next person. Yeah. And I'm not a, uh, I mean, I'm not a fan of just kissing ass. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. You know, saying no music. If you like my music, you like my music. Right. I mean, it's like people who listen to me in Mississippi. People mm -hmm. know that that's in my inner circle and stuff like that. But, you know, everyone is not going to like your music. I mean, I can't be mad at, for everyone not being a fan. Mm -hmm. If you can't have criticism making music, you dang sure in the wrong business. <laughs> right, right. But they show more love. It's a lot bigger. Not all these little small little critics. Mm -hmm. You know, it's more platforms you can get on, more people you can connect with and link up with. You know, people don't have their picks and chooses on who they're going to work with and who they're not going to work with. Everyone out here, like I said, bigger market. Mm -hmm. You only got studio. You got probably a hundred studios in a, in a thirty videos. So, okay. no, it's better. <clears throat> it's better. Okay. So, um, do you still work with people from your hometown? Even though I won't say that you're disconnected from that, because home is always going to be home. Yeah. But um, do you find yourself reaching back sometimes? Or are you like, oh, maybe not right now? I mean, I still buy beats from uh this guy, his name Cook Up Mason. He on the rise right now. Him and um who is Mikey, mm -hmm. they was South Sounds, and I still let a uh, guy that go by the name of Big with South Sippy Sounds. You know, they they their own little collective, okay. and you know, I buy beats and I go record over there from time to time. I do music with a couple artists back down through there. Uh, CDT Syndicate, Shadow Boy Zeke. Okay. Boss man, China. You know, I mean, I still connect with people and stuff like that. I don't hold no grudges, and then it just the Texas sounds a lot different. Yeah. Not like it's their recording techniques is way different. How they mix, how they master, how they work on your music and everything. You could tell when someone actually likes your music versus the person who just want to record you and get paid. Gotcha, gotcha. So you found that you finding that the engineers are, they know how to cater to your sound. And I think I get where you're coming from because some engineers feel like, okay, this is how you mix a track and we're going to go with it. But every artist's voice is not the same. So some artists, you want to make their voice sound bigger. Some of them, you want them to blend in with the music and you find it in Texas. Am I getting that, right? <laughs> you know, Shout out to uh to the eardrum studio, Bud Beats, Keys, and Boot Me Up JT. Okay. Why normally use I don't use anybody else down here in Texas. Tried, I didn't like their style. I like the eardrum studio style. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm looking at your shirt. Like I said, I'm observant. So yeah. is that a Skyline Republic <laughs> shirt? 
Oh yeah, it's Skyline. This my series though. This the OG, the six series. Okay, <laughs> okay. Because um, talk about that brand. I'm I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk about it. Well, Skyline Republic, man, it's a great brand. You know, we got high quality material. Mm-hmm. You know, we use the best. We try to shop for like the latest trends and everything. And I keep, I mean, I got plenty of Skyline stuff. I got a whole <laughs> little pack of it. I sell it and I wear it. I mean, I'm um, I'm one of the owners of it, three of us. Oh. And uh, true. So, you know, it's us. <clears throat> we pretty much make a lot of things happen for Skyline Republic and everything like that. Coming up with all the new latest ideas, pop-up shops, events, et cetera, whatever we can think of. I never knew that. And I, so I, you know, I know the brand and I know yeah. uh, Mike Caesar. Yeah. I know he promotes it heavy. He won. Uh, that's kind of how I started back making music when okay. Mike got featured. Really? Yeah. And now, I just started promoting his clothes because, you know, like he did me a solid. Mm-hmm. He gave me a feature, you know. That was something kind of hard to do because Mike really don't like making music anymore. Mm-hmm. But... He gave me the feature. We both from the same place, one <clears throat> from Mississippi. So, like when he gave me that feature, we just kind of like connected, and we just started like linking up. And then I moved to Texas, and then we really started linking up. I just started promoting it. Then, you know, it started picking up, and then boom, we came up with these logos instead of the original, uh, the five star logo. Okay. And then we put these on there. And then he was like, man, you doing, I'm just going to make you co-owner. <laughs> so, you know, it came out like that. Yeah, sometimes you find somebody you vibe with and you find someone who you think could be a, a good fit for your business model and you just, you go with it. Okay, so you and Mike got anything coming or, yeah, like you say, Mike don't really like getting in their booth like that no more. <laughs> no more. Like, we got a track. <laughs> it's, it's in the works. I don't know what's going to happen with it. <laughs> but it's a cool track. I like it. I'm hoping, hoping that we can release this track. I want to hear it. I want to hear it, man. man so let's talk about some other stuff, some other music you got out. Um, okay. Got some singles floating out there. Um, yeah. Got a project on the way or out there. What, what you got going on? <clears throat> well, I just dropped the projects called. It's titled Hefe, you know, mm-hmm. uh, featuring Bigger Rankin. He hosted my project for me. Shout out to Bigger. Mm-hmm. So we got that out there. Uh, it's doing pretty good right now. I want to see it do a whole lot better, though. But, you know, I'm going to give it time. I ain't just, uh, you know, I ain't rushing it. It don't matter who gets there the fastest to me. It's about right. who can last. So I'm trying to last. It's coming on late. Didn't, didn't really get to do too much heavy promo like I wanted to. I did some, but I'm revamping. And we got that going out there. I got a, a lot of nice songs that was up on there that people are growing to love and listening to. They're tagging me in a lot of videos on Snap and stuff like that. How did you link up with Big? So I know he, I don't even know if he's still doing the RNR series, the real radio mm. series look i'm up here trying not to say it but <laughs> so, i know you're talking. <laughs> uh, so, uh he, you got one of those or is this like your own title oh this is my own title it's 
he he hosted it. I got 13 tracks on there. Okay. He on eight other tracks. So okay. We hosted the whole thing on there. My uh one of my another mentor of mine, King Dirt. Mm-hmm. He is sick, but he stay out there in Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. Uh he was one of the first artists traded truth out of Houston sign. So he like he, he a major player in the game, you know. A lot of lot of know who Dirt is and you no, know, me and him linked up on the track, and okay. then both connected me with Bigger, and you know it kind of went from there. Okay, so this is your first project that you got with Bigger. Yeah, it's my first project with Bigger. Okay, okay, like, and <clears throat> go ahead. Other projects, mixtapes, and all that. Okay, okay. So, uh, has he given you like any feedback on the project? I mean, I'm assuming he likes it for him to hop on it because usually people don't attach their name to something they don't like. So, yeah, he told me he loved the project. It was a good, solid project. But like I said, we're going slow. I'm gonna get ready to turn it up a little bit. <laughs> Try to get some more marketing around to rebuild this project back up. I might even just probably do a deluxe to it. Shine okay. like previous project. Okay, so it's a mixtape. Yeah, basically. Well, I wanted to be an album, but I guess I call it mixtape. Okay, the reason I'm asking is because you, you know, mixtapes were like a hot thing, like maybe ten years ago. Yeah, and it then was. Every, yeah, and everybody got into the an album, and then the EP wave. But I am starting to kind of see people, it seems like, get back on the mixtape wave a little bit. Maybe not as heavy as it was before. Uh, but what made you go in that direction and say, hey, I, I want to add the extra spice on here, get a DJ uh, on it? I wanted to try to go bigger. Okay. Like, I was tired of, you know, just the simple way. Mm-hmm. I'm not a simple person. I'm, I'm very extra, so I'm <laughs> extra. I, I'm just going to go on and admit it. I ain't no reason to lie about it. I like being extra. I'm an extra person, so okay. I want but you know, a lot of razzle-dazzle on it. I haven't heard no one really had a bigger ranking hosting mixtape in a while. Last mm-hmm. one, I know Lucci, so I said I'm going to try it out, you know, and see where we go from there. Okay, okay. And you got some singles out there. Um, I was listening to some of your records on YouTube. And yeah. you, it's funny you say Lucci, right? Because uh-huh. I I mean, you have your own sound. I don't like to you know, yeah. tell artists, well, you sound like this artist because even when there are similarities in sounds, everybody has their own. There's going to be something distinctive about them. But your music does kind of put me in that mind frame when I listen to it. Do you get that a lot or maybe not? Uh most people tell me I just sound country. <laughs> or there's I don't know, you know, like I said, you can't handle criticism. That's the wrong industry to be in. Like I, I don't never try to go with the same sound. Mm-hmm. If it do sound like that, I promise it was not intended. I try to use different sounds. I don't just try to do one a certain type of music like I'll make, you know, like love songs, pain songs, twerk songs, street songs, dance songs. Really, I just enjoy making the music. Like, I don't really look at this like as a job. It's more of a hobby to me okay. and more of 
like a passion. I know a lot of people do it for a lot of different reasons, but to me, it's a stress reliever. If I'm having a bad day or something's troubling me or, you know, a death in the family, whatever it may be, I can express myself through music. I go in here and I just get to writing it and then or I find a beat or I hear one of my producers of my, hey, send me something. This is what I need. Da, da, da. They send it. I'm going to send you the cash out. Boom. And that's how I release what my day-to-day problems is if I'm having a bad day or something's happened to me. I get to express myself that way. Well, yeah, music is always a good outlet. Now, you done said it's a hobby. Now, you'll be the one to be the megastar, and people will be like, <clears throat> man, he said it was just a hobby. I mean, this is <laughs> what it is. It, it's my passion. Though, like I said, I've been doing it for a long time, but yeah, mostly it's better as a stress reliever to me. Yeah, I, I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes when you, I won't say don't put a lot into it. You know, obviously you're putting, you know, your heart and soul in your music. But sometimes when you, when it gets, it starts to feel like it's too much, you yeah. got to step away. And I know you said you stepped away before. Do you think maybe that was the reason you stepped away before? I know you said you don't know why, but. Nah, I just, I be having my days. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I be having my day like, man, I don't even want to do this no more. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. I be seeing a lot of faking it. Like the things I I put on these songs or the things I make songs about these things that I actually do or things that actually happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go around and like, I be losing passion for it when I hear like someone that I know talk about, you know, killing and all this. I'm like, bro, I know you. It's like, <laughs> it, it dilutes my train of thought. Like, I don't want nobody to categorize me of someone like this guy who's not actually doing what he's saying he's doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it be having me at a loss sometimes. Some days I want to do it, some days I don't. And we just be going from there. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So that, I mean, obviously I hear enough people say it like, man, you have people talking about stuff in music that they don't really do. It um but so it's really that's I mean I know it's a real thing but just the I guess this is just kind of reinforcement from what I've heard before so yeah I mean I guess there are people out there faking it I guess but don't don't it seem like that's what people want to hear sometimes though I mean I guess that's (laughs) what they want to hear that's what they want to hear I mean how I grew up Mm -hmm. I grew up um, like my dad's an older guy, so I grew up listening to all types of music from okay. Mar- East Marvin Gaye, Al Green, then boom, you got Pop, you got Biggie, Ghetto Boys, UGK. You know, okay. I grew up listening to guys like that. They were actually right. doing what they saying they doing, and them guys weren't using no ghostwriters or nothing like that. What mm-hmm. a lot of doing like it's not even your life or your story you telling. You telling somebody else's story. And plus, I was a big little booster and Webby fan. Okay. Like, I don't care what no one say. If you're from the South and you around my age, you old and 25 or around in the area, Boosie down there raised us. <laughs> With his stories, telling, and all that. Like, that's the only thing. In Mississippi, it don't matter right now. 
You can play Set It Off. You can play anything from Badass album, anything from Youngest of the Camp. Motherfuckers gonna jam to it because it's just boosting. That's how I feel about him in uh, Jacksonville. That's where I'm from. It, it seemed like Boosie could come down there every weekend, and every weekend he's going to sell out. It don't matter. Boosie, Boosie a real one. Yeah, he's uh, – what well, what do you think about um, – because it seems like he's still a musician, but it seems like he's transitioning to, like, this personality, you know, and – Agree or disagree with some of the stuff he's saying, do it seems like it get a lot of attention. I agree with his mindset. Okay. I ain't but Boots had to change his ways from, you know, I mean, like I said, I've been following Boots' story for the longest. I used to wear from probably from, from seventh grade all the way up until I think 2019, man. Okay. Oh, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big influence on me, so Boosie word was like law. Really? Like, I mean, the things he say now, I agree with the things he be saying. You know, it it just depends. Like, we came up in the old days, so, you know, like, we didn't sit around. If my child's right here while me and my friend or uh, my me and you having this interview, no, that's no, no. You only know what we're talking about. Right. You know, it was, we wasn't on YouTube, you know, researching now this on the internet. We was actually outside playing, you know, right. riding, playing sports or getting into mischief, being actual kids versus you have a lot of kids now. They talking guns. <laughs> I mean, we was thinking about having sex and probably sneaking to having sex, but we was doing it a different route. We was being sneaky. We were being out in the open. And we stayed kids, you know, right. until older, you know, to get jobs. And then, you know, we could start making a few little choices. You know, you pay a little bill here. You can, you know, you have a little freedom. You know, you, hey, you know, you working and you making four, five hundred a week or three, three, four hundred a week. You can go throw. 250 on the light bill, you know, without a, you know, without my folks telling me, and I'm still getting shoes. So, you know, I'm gonna get a little leniency. Right. You already the car and everything, and you've you been buying me clothes my whole life. You done took care of them, but now I can buy them my own. So I throw a little something on there. You'll treat me more like an adult. Right, right. Now, most of these kids, they just want something handed to them just because you my parent. I'm supposed to give it to you. Mm-hmm. They that a lot a lot of kids definitely feel entitled. Yeah, and see, I I was talking to a friend about that the other day. I don't have any kids, but I always say, you know, that some of the things that the kids are doing might not be any different from what we were doing when we were kids. But I definitely wasn't, you know, just wearing a sign on my shirt saying, "Hey, I'm doing this." Like, (laughs) I was not letting my mom know and see you know, everything I was doing, like I wasn't, and my mother wasn't giving me a pass to do it. It do seem like now yeah. some of the parents are like, okay. Well, you you know, most people trying to be their child's friend now, so uh-huh. I different, you know. I'm more strict on my kids. I'm not a just a strict parent. I read my kids talk to me, mm-hmm. but I discipline my kids. I don't just go around beating their ass for no reason, but, right. you know, let them know, you know, I'm top dog now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on your ass. Right. I do majority of your clothing, your shoes, pay your phone bill, all the little necessities and goodies that you want. You know, so I will cut that off if you ain't, you know, your grades ain't up to par. 
that's a big no-no. Like, I don't, I don't care what day it is. I, I, had to, I had to show my son that his birthday was September the 8th. Mm-hmm. And he had a bad grade. And I said, well, it just cost you your birthday gift. <sighs> I eventually got him something two weeks later after the grade was pulled up. But I'm not, a, I'm not rewarding you for doing bad. I, I won't do that. I, I'm not going to raise you like that. I feel like, you know, everything, you're entitled to this. Right. You know, right. I, I want my kids, you know, to make their own decision and have their own mind. Don't follow what the next crowd do because your friend made a bad grade or something and he didn't get in trouble. It don't mean you're not going to get in trouble. I'm going to get on your ass. <laughs> right. But I want you to be somebody. I don't, I'll let my son come out, be a drug dealing street nigga, my daughter, you know, but I'm not saying nothing wrong with exotic dances. Either. <laughs> I, I let my daughter become a stripper or something like that. I don't want my daughter no only fan nothing like that. I don't feel like she will anyway because she, I'm going to say it, my daughter's a con artist. <laughs> she not to finesse me out of money. Her mama, my mama, my dad, anybody. And she too smart. She stay on stay on honor roll. <laughs> Whatever else you can name, so so I ain't really got a too much worry about her. She the Vanessa, okay. and the, <laughs> so like I was saying I kind of dread it into them. I don't reward you for doing bad. I don't contain it. I don't want to hear you cursing. I don't want to catch you cursing because I'm gonna whoop your ass. So that is so. This is so refreshing, you know, and it really like just shows the importance of like black fathers. Yeah, just um, there's a lot of wisdom in what you just said, and and it's real admirable or whatever, you know, because you are basically, I mean, yeah, you basically letting it be known, like, hey, I'm not just a dad, I'm a father, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm going. I I love my. I want to see them be way better than me. Actually, my daughter, she wants to pursue music, so okay, how you feel about that? Writing music and everything, she got some flow. I can, I can dig it. Okay, okay. I, I ain't got, I ain't got to be the artist. I got, you know, I got an artist who's up under me, mm-hmm. who I'm, I'm working with. Very dope. He's from Chicago, but he got ties in Mississippi, and he lived down here where I live at now too. So, okay. Then I got my daughter. So you know, I ain't got to be Gucci and be the artist. I could be QCP. <laughs> I got, I've, listen, I fruitly told, that's where the money at. Yeah, I can, I can own it later. Right, um, right. Well, you all, you, you already, you know, have your hand in entrepreneurship. You know, you got the Skyline Republic uh, clothing line. So now is that because I know right now you are still an artist. So um, are you foreseeing any time in the near future that you might like, hang it up and be like, oh, I don't want to do music no more, or, like, what's the goal for you as an artist? Classic is mostly a passion for me. I don't okay. care about them, but a thousand streams. Okay. I, well, it might have took somebody and got them through a day or something like that. Like I said, I make the music for me. I ain't got to release it. I probably got 300 songs on this iMac <laughs> that I'm on. And I ain't even dropping yet. Like I said, some of them be from day to day situations and stuff, and how I'm feeling on that day, and I come in here and drop. 
Put the music out, man, so the folks can hear it. I've been putting out, like I said, I just dropped their project uh, September bigger. Right. So, you know, I ain't trying to crowd that one. I was in, a, uh, like, I record at home, but I go to my engineers at their studio at KFI in Dallas, and I let them sauce me up, you know, mix it. Cause I don't know how to do that. I can record all day. I can up. I, I do all my other stuff, but when it comes to da, 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 I ain't messing without it because I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. So what um you said you have an artist under you mm-hmm. and then you got your daughter. Mm-hmm. So are you looking to have more artists under you or are you kind of like, let me just see if I can uh, make this happen first? I know I could do it. I mean, I just got the business mindset. I mean, my parents, they're both business on my mom been a hairdresser for probably about 30 something years now she hardly ever do live people anymore she mostly is a mortician okay so and my dad he's been a plumber for over 50 years so (laughs) i mean he's never had a job besides working it's plumbing for itself right you know I, i i got that from them and then my aunt, me and my mom, I'm co-owner of a daycare center where I'm from and a transportation service, taking people back and forth to work. So, uh, I mean, I have a job now. It's just something I love doing. I always wanted to do it coming out of high school, working in the oil field. Mm-hmm. I don't do it, but sit down all day now, but it's still a paycheck to me. So I don't just put all my ducks in a row. I like learning the different aspects because, like I said, if I don't got to tie in the music, I need something that I know and something that I like. Like the job I got now, I might want to open me a company like that. I still can be the CEO. I ain't got to be out there working. I can go out there and work if I want to, but it just, the mind I be trying to have, I don't like working for people. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know what? It feels so good to hear you say what you just said, like, as far as, you know, being an entrepreneur and looking at different areas, because sometimes, and I'm not saying that this is always the case, but what sometimes you hear from a lot of artists is, yo, it's, 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 it's rap or die. You know what I'm saying? It's the music or die. And, and don't get me wrong, because I think it's really important to follow your dreams the unfortunate and harsh reality of it is is everybody ain't gonna be at the top everybody ain't gonna be jay-z <laughs> exactly so that's why i never tie my eggs in one basket i know i do multiple areas of things like i'm saying i got an ear for music and i like doing music mm-hmm. like i said i ain't gotta be the one to make it i could be at my artist and my daughter boom i still made it and i still can start me business ventures I ain't just got to keep doing one thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind learning how to do new stuff. Like I'm saying, I record myself. I record me and my artists, not I'm recording my daughter. You know, who to say? I won't just start engineering. Yeah. Still, the entrepreneurship. I can go get me a building. Go. I mean, I already got my stuff. Uh, I'm already licensed as a business and everything. I got a LLC. Uh, the OG doesn't stand for original gangster. Actually, 
on grind, so it's on grind that. So it's on grind entertainment. So I got that up under my belt. I already got that license LLC and everything like this. So I go get me a business loan. Boom. Mm-hmm. Oh, studios, on grind studios. I can put it in Dallas. I could probably pull it in Houston. You know, I could put it in you know, a different city and bring a different way. It's just, I don't want to just limit myself just saying, I'm an artist or I'm a rapper. I really don't categorize myself as a rapper because I don't just rap. I sing, I, you know, I do totally different things. I don't just talk about the streets and stuff like that. I like making multiple areas of music. Mm, okay, okay. So you OG, you said on grind? Yeah. And then the that where did the that just explain it? Cause we we were talking about that before. Yeah. Cause you spell it T H A then the number six. My government name is Thaddeus. Thaddeus. So I took that D that I sit like this and flipped it around, just made it a six. Okay, okay. OG Thad, OG Thad. So okay. Uh like the artist from Atlanta Black, they call them six black though. Yep. Uh-huh. The same thing. So I did. It's kind of like a spin off of his. I just use it like that. Okay. Okay. I like that though. Oh, look, you had listen. It <laughs> is. It's stuck now because you got the chain. I mean, you kind of, yeah. you kind of dripping over there. <laughs> so we know them. Them businesses are are doing pretty well. You might start charging us for this consultation you give it because you tell uh, them. I mean, I'm just thinking of a different way. I mean, I ain't no hater, and yeah, like I try to put people on. I've there were artists in the past. I never, I did music with them. Whatever I know, I give it to you. Certain people who hit me up mm-hmm. and I help anybody. Like this woman hit me up not too long ago. She said her, uh, her son-in-law wanted to do music. Mm-hmm. What would be, who would be the go-to in Mississippi? Boom, I directed them two studios, directed them five guys who make beats that I know that I would use or used to use. Like I said, I got my sound down here and that's the sound I like. But he can't get down here. He in Mississippi, so I'm gonna give you the next best sound. So boom, written you to them, telling you what to use, showing you how to set up, you know, like DSPs, you can go through DistroKid, you can go through uh, United Masters, TuneCore, whatever one you CD baby, whoever you want to use, showing them all the ins and outs, like just through my phone, like telling them over the phone. Yeah, he ended up meeting Young Blue. <laughs> so Man. I said, hey, I, this is not a race to me. Like I yeah. say, it's not, I don't care who get there first, about who can last the longest. Yep, yep, because you can be in and out, <laughs> you know. So yeah, like the artist thumb over the years only had one hit. But I can get that one hit and bring people back to the songs that I think are hits that I already dropped and build an even bigger fan base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got the you got the right mindset, man. I, I think you're gonna uh, I think you're gonna be very successful um, because you're open to a lot of things. You know, you don't just have that tunnel vision, which it's okay to have tunnel vision sometimes. Sometimes you got to be focused, right? But yeah. 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 <laughs> I like a challenge. This is my. I got you. I got you. Well, stay stay with it, man. Um, what's next? I mean, I know you spoke of a number of things you got your hands in and you're looking at, but what what's immediately next for you? The next, 
I got some uh some new music I'm gonna probably come out with probably about another month or so. Maybe I'ma check some things, push some numbers to see what I can get going. Probably do that in another month or so. Got a couple performances I got coming up around. I'm booking myself. I'm trying to start like my own small tour. Okay. That's for me that I can get out and network and still be a buzz around my project. Probably won't release anything new up until next year. I'm going to grind out this project that I already got going. Mm-hmm. I believe in that project. I like that project. I've heard a lot of good feedback from that project. I just got to get it into more people's hands and into more people's ears. So I'm going to work that project right there. Okay. I mean, I'm the guy Money Moo that uh, DJ Tony H was promoting mm-hmm. back in 17. And the song took off 2019, 2020. Shout out to DJ Tony H. Yeah, he done put me on a lot of music. Like, it be music that be in my inbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you you know, you, I check it out or whatever. And next thing you know, it could be a few months later. It done been stuff he done put in my inbox and a few years later. Yeah. Maybe five years later. And I'm like, yo, this the song, Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he he definitely has that ear. A talent early on and you know what I love about him is he's not like a bandwagoner like if he think it's dope or hot he ain't waiting for the world to say it's hot he'll tell you like yo this is hot I think it's got uh, potential. that's why I said I think I'm just switch my plan I was gonna release some new music I'm like nah I'ma hold it I got I got something that you know it's gonna be a very special track but I think I'm I should probably wait until the new year but I might not, though, because I already shot a video for it. So be on the lookout for that one. So I ain't no telling. I might just drop it as a single and put build a buzz around both and push both. <clears throat> whatever whatever moves you, man. You have yeah. the right to change your mind as a human being. Um, Tony H., he always tells me, man, ain't no set way. Ain't no rules. I mean, there are rules, but there ain't none. He was right. <laughs> you can do it your way. I mean, biggest thing is if you don't believe in yourself, I mean, nobody else going to believe in you. So you got to have that belief. And you got to just think about, is this really working? I mean, I'm not saying that everybody can make music. I don't heard some kids <laughs> now. But, you know, it's not for everyone, but everyone is trying to do it right now. Right. Music is a big thing. And like music is cultural to us. Like I be studying like my roots and everything. This is how we got over a lot of problems from singing and dancing. Like I don't really find it derogative when I see people doing it online and stuff. Because this is who we are. This is what we do. We sing and we dance. Mm-hmm. I people all the time, like, why are you so flash? I'm like. We come from a long line, the king, the queens. Mm-hmm. We're flashy people. We like diamonds. We like gold. Mm-hmm. We're from the land of diamond and gold. So <laughs> that's the stuff that we like. Though it moves us. I mean, you could take us from Africa. You can take us and put us anywhere. You're still gonna, you ain't going to leave their heritage and not going to be in. I mean, I'm still going to be black if if I go to Antarctica. I'm still going to be black. <laughs> right. 
change who I am. You ain't gonna change my skin color. You ain't gonna change my thought process. You know, you can't make me like a certain type of food or something like that if I don't like it. Right. I like it. <laughs> I mean, right. you can't, can't gentrify, you know, a person too much. Some people you can, it just depends on your upbringing, but I'm brung around black people. That's who I'm brung around. That's how I grew up. And no disrespect, no one other nationality. <laughs> it's just, I'm talking about for my people, is how we, this is how we are. Yeah, I definitely feel you. I feel you on that. So uh, before we go, man, like you said, you're trying to, you know, bring more ears to the music. So let yeah. the folks know where they can check you out at. Well, you can find me on every platform. OG space THA6. That's Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora, Deezer, Audio Mac. I really don't have SoundCloud. I haven't posted on there in years. Really don't use it like that. I like Audio Mac better. Okay. It's more organized and a better looking site. Um, I got some stuff on live mixtapes and my mixtapes right now. That's my Hefe project, the one with bigger rankings. So we put that basically everywhere. But you can find all my music from there. You can go on YouTube. I have videos on YouTube, Tidal, Spotify, and Apple Music. You can pull up and watch and get some feedback. My Instagram right now, I'm rebuilding, is OG. T-H-A-6 underscore. You can find me on Facebook. Addy is Deontay Howell or Tay Howell. Uh, Snapchat, Tay underscore Howell 84. TikTok, it's O-G T-H-A-6 W-T-F U-C-K. <laughs> yeah, I'll be on there just having fun, posting music, posting funny things, just having fun living life. Okay, I got you. So you say you're rebuilding the Instagram. So you're going to be one of them pages I go to and it's going to show one or two posts and that's it, right? I got a post on there. Oh. I mean, I got my uh, my Instagram got hacked. So I had to start. I'm on like 500 followers and stuff like right now. But I'm rebuilding, but I, I got more than one or two posts. I post pretty often. Okay, okay, yeah. Mostly be in my story, but I will post, you know, some up on my, just my post, my, you know, my feed every now and then, especially when I'm just out and about in Dallas or something like that. So I make sure I post and get, you know, let people know what's going on and where I'm at. Gotcha, letting them know you're human out here in these Yeah, <laughs> let them know I ain't no robot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, this has been nice. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'll just say I'm always around. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You seem like a you. You seem like a people person. Like I don't see you as no. Did you even sit down during the pandemic, man, or was you out in these streets? <laughs> I didn't sit down. <laughs> I was from Texas to Vegas to Cali, back to Texas, Tennessee mountains, Miami with my people, back and forth Mississippi, New Orleans. Mardi Gras. Oh, you I was out, out. Yeah, I was thugging. Like you was basically, I didn't get COVID. Yeah, thank God. I never caught it. Like I was back and forth. Like I was paying uh, my mortgage for nothing. Almost, I was really? paying it for nothing because I was never here. Oh wow! <laughs> I was never at home. Like. I will come home. I go on a week long trip 
come home for two days. I'm gone again. <laughs> I go to Mississippi, go see my kids. Oh, you was Mississippi. Come home for a day or two. <laughs> go on somewhere else. Like I got, I love the pandemic though. I'm not gonna lie. It gave me a lot of free time. Oh yeah. A lot of venues to get them for cheap because a lot of people wasn't mm-hmm. messing with it at first. But I booked them for cheap mm-hmm. and I let them put them back. So when I did get them, when they start opening back up, I was able to go in, do some networking, have it as a regular night. I was just listed on there as a host, go perform one or two songs, had them play one or two songs inside of the club, get some feedback from people, see how they like that song, mm-hmm. and see if it's paid because I booked the venue. So <laughs> you giving so I, up the game, man. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Like I said, I ain't no hater. Y'all artists, you know, you serious about your craft. Hit me up, man. I'll tell you, I don't care about it. Miss enough money for everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think people don't listen to Lil Baby, Money Back, Yo, Lil Dirt, NBA Young Boy. A lot of underground artists out here making a big headway they sell too. I know I am, like I say. It's enough money for everybody. Everybody's not going to listen to the same person all day, every day. You might think that, but. It's artists out here that people you you a kid stay out or you a kid stay here and they start for missing with you you know that's how you build yourself up that's been working for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I look to see big things coming from you, man. And I'm uh I need to go check out that full mixtape. Oh yeah, uh, I got the videos on Apple Music too now. I tell you, they're on Spotify too. I'm getting some on BT jams and all that right now. I'm working on it. Okay. Plus, I got coming probably next year that I want everybody to be on the lookout for. Y'all gonna remember my name if everything goes in my plan. OG Thad, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, they remember, you got you probably see the video on TV, but it'll be okay. gone. Yeah, you got some nice visuals on YouTube already, so. Yeah, I've been trying to look for the best. I don't like to go too cheap. First, I started off kind of cheap, but then I started elevating and like, right. you start don't do it so. the right way. Most deaf, most deaf. Well, man, it's been nice sitting down and chatting it up with you. You done gave out some gems or whatever, you yeah. know. Uh, and I like your personality. I dig your personality. And like I said, you have the right mindset. So it's been nice sitting down and talking to you, man. It's been real refreshing, man. So thanks for taking right. time out your schedule to chat with us. Most definitely. It was a pleasure. No doubt.